0: Hello and welcome to Life Learnings. I'm Dr. Barry Harker and my guest today is Pastor Milton Das. Milton is the Director of the Education Department for the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Bangladesh. Milton is visiting Australia in his capacity as Director of Bangladesh Children's Sponsorship Services, Asian AIDS Partner in Bangladesh. Before his ordination to the Gospel Ministry, Milton was a teacher and a school principal at Dhaka Adventist Priest Seminary and School in Bangladesh. Milton's life has been linked with Asian Aid since childhood. His story is truly one of tragedy and triumph. I find Milton's story inspirational, and I'm sure you will too. Welcome, Milton, to Life Learnings, and welcome to Australia.
1: Thank you. It's my pl- pleasure.
0: Is John Hammond looking after you well? Oh, very nice. <laughs> He's a good man. Milton, you are You were five. You had a two-year-old brother. Yes. And your mother was heavily pregnant in 1975. Certainly. When your father Prada died of jaundice, what impact did your father's death have on you and your family?
1: Actually, back then, I was so small, I didn't really realize what's going on. But my mother shared with us, and especially me, Um, uh, back then there was no really uh, good transportation and my father died in a city town where he went for work and we used to live in the village and just coming to our village from his working place it just uh, takes four hours only rowing boats no engine boat that time also and no road transportation also. So my mother was saying that we two brothers were really heavily crying, and she didn't know wh- why and how to just console us. And she didn't know also that my father passed away that time. And after some times when people brought my father, then she realized, understood. So I can now realize this is the impact, the immediate impact directly on me. And later, it was my mother, and the family was really devastated and totally. My mother was not educated. She was uh, married in teenager, and she didn't know what to do with Us, And we were really neglected. So um, the sponsorship came over, Asian Aid, and we had our school there, Seventh-day Adventist School. And by the by, I'm just um, third generation of Adventists. My grandfather, who was uh, Baptist, and he accepted first, and then gradually my father... And now, eventually, we were Adventist. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. Uh, however, my mother's background is not Adventist. She's from Catholic background. And she was baptized before her marriage. And she was really a prayerful mother for us. And so that's how we went to the school, a sponsorship through the sponsorship of Asian Aid and that and in whole area in our village and next village we have only Seventh-day Adventist school.
0: Was this an Asian Aid school or a school an Adventist school where you could be sponsored to?
1: That's basically our Seventh-day Adventist church school. Yes. There was a small church and the church has also school. The Church uh, pastor who is also a teacher takes care of the both the husband and wife, mm-hmm. the couple. They teach and they also pastor the church there. So that's how the Asian Aid also sponsoring the church school and the child over there who needs. Really, sponsorship to continue so, education.
0: So, Asian Aid was in the right place at the right time for you, with the loss of your father. I and must your, say, and Amen. Your, and your mother, with with three children. Yes, that must have been very difficult for your mother as a as a young mother to have three children and then to lose her husband.
1: She didn't know really what to do that time, and she was in very grief, and. So it was uh, really painful for her to think of the future of the children and of her also.
0: Now, you enrolled at the school. How long were you at the school? Because I understand your mother moved around a little bit looking for work. Tell me about that period and what impact it had on you.
1: Oh, well really, um, uh, in the village school, I was not very long because my mother had to look for a job or something to do. And then um, um, from the union, the union people, they were visiting our church and they saw our uh, situation. And so they offered my mother to study, continue her study again. And we were moved to Bangladesh Adventist Seminary and college now. It's a college there. So my mother goes to school and i also go to school and my younger sister and brother they were just playing and the we were in we were placed in near the girls hostels so girls used to really take care of us and our my siblings
0: so a really difficult situation was made easier
1: by by the church intervening and also with asian aid providing yes, support so much Eventually, my mother really could not continue her studies. She got typhoid, Mm -hmm. and so she could not continue. And she was also then seeking a job And with passionate and kind-hearted people of our church. They gave her a job to cook in the boarding school Mm -hmm. there in... Bangladesh Adventist Seminary and College. So she was cooking there, and we were having opportunity also study, and we were sponsored by Asian Aid, three of us, and it was our great privilege to really have this opportunity.
0: So in the midst of all this difficulty for the family, you started to develop some stability in your life, and you obviously Enjoyed school?
1: Exactly. Oh, I still I I feel like going to school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell me about um a retired pastor called Sharat Carmel Samadar and his impact on your life.
1: Yes, you're true. Um, um back then uh eventually from we call Basque Bangladesh Adventist Seminary and College. We, my mother was transferred from that school to another school down south. That is Kellogg Mukherjee Memorial School, mm-hmm. and that school, that's the boarding school, first school in our history of Bangladesh, that was established in 1920. So my mother was transferred there. So we we also we also joined with her there. And that was the life I was um just started my high school there. And this pastor, Sharut Kamal Shamudar, is a retired pastor. She's he used to ne- live nearby, nearby city, just uh, half an hour drive. So back then he could come. Every Sabbath he used to come to this boarding school and he and he is to really preach and uh, teach the Sabbath school. And we young people, they're teenagers, and we liked him so much, the way he used to do it. He, is, he knows really the Revelation and Daniel, all those animals, the statues, and explaining all those. And I was really fascinating and uh, interested about all those things, how it represents, and it really helped me so much. And he knows exactly how to explain the 2,300 days. And so I was really amazed, oh, how great our Bible is to the way he was explaining. And at the end, every time I listen to him, every time I am in with him, I see at the end, he Motivates everybody, go and read your Bible, study your Bible, go by test by yourself. And uh, that's how I found. So I really started uh, studying Bible by myself from then, by his impact and inspiration. So I found Bible is the secret of life of this earth. And the eternity
0: mm. he sounds like a very inspirational man
1: so much f- so much for me,
0: so you were only just um just starting high school yes and uh you became a Christian by choice yourself in nineteen eighty four you're a fourteen year old boy yes, tell me about that time
1: yes, that time the I was studying Bible. An inspiration of many people, our school teacher, the principal. I have I. Uh, I'd like to really name the principal impacted on me also. He's uh, he migrated to Canada now. His pastor Byron Bibek Ball. So he's a very good principal. A very he's a man of God. So lots of inspiring people I met who led me to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And and eventually there was a, a week of prayer conducted by uh, Pastor Shurit, Shukrit, Shukrit, I said, maybe, yeah. Pastor Shukrit uh, Das, Shukrit Kumar Das. Yes, I remember now, yeah, clearly. His name is Pastor Shukrit Kumar Das. So he conducted a week of prayer And after the one whole week of prayer, he made an altar call, and I really found the call of Holy Spirit. I stood up in front of everybody, said, Lord, I want to give my heart, life to you, and I want to accept Jesus as my personal savior. That was amazing that day. Still, I remember that day. Uh, coming out of the water, baptism water, I felt like so much in this age also. I still remember that day. Mm. Very holy and very, I feel like I was with Jesus.
0: What impact did that choice to be a Christian make on your life and your motivation?
1: Um, and I continued studying Bible and discovering Bible and listening other people and Being with Jesus is amazing. It's awesome. This experience gives going farther, deeper and deeper, and going closer to him. So uh, then uh, I was continuing my education. I did my high school over there. Then I finished my high school. And eventually we had only one junior college back then. That is Basque. Bangladesh, Adventist went to seminary and college. So after my, my high school, I went to college and we had two departments there, religion, major, and major in education. That's in elementary education, primary education. So I had to choose either religion, or uh, education, but there was my impact from s- many people. So I ended up to uh, conclude conc- to yeah. I ended up to being a teacher. Yes, and I, yeah, of course I took minor in religion, major in ed- education. So eventually, I completed my bachelor degree, and then. I was looking for a teaching job, yes, and there was no really job that time because and I was applying, and from our Bangladesh union, the publishing department called me, so why don't you come and do some canvass, canvassing and do culpritering, sell books, and share love of Jesus. I said, that's a smart way. Okay, let me travel around and sell books of uh Jesus and held books share God's message and that was really tremendous experience and I feel everybody must really have this experience this carpentry experience uh that was a good part
0: what was it like doing that in a country that's predominantly muslim
1: um yeah, going to home is really a issue there because as a Muslim, uh, especially in the home, uh, the females, the wives, they take care of the house. The male goes to work, so you visit home when the male goes to work, it's not appropriate mm. and it's not accepted. So um, instead, we go to office because the male are there so we, uh, I I went to office's place, and if they really invite in the home, then we visit the home. And I found really uh, very exciting about it because it's really gave me everyday experience with Jesus. I don't know where I'm going, it's like Abraham. He didn't know where he was going every day with prayer. And uh, having relationship with Jesus, studying Bible, I went forward. I found, I discovered, oh, Jesus, you are so great. You, you made it possible. So that experience really helped. I was really a timid boy. I could not really face to l- someone's eyes, even though I completed bachelor degrees. And that experience helped me to meet the big shots, like big people, and economically solvent, and the mayors, the the police officers, and the government officials, the judge, and the district commissioners. So that gave me really good experience to meet the people, and talk to them, and convince them, amazing.
0: So that experience of actually talking with people, um, selling books, would have improved your ability later to relate to people as a pastor, I imagine
1: evidently, yeah, I really enjoyed i I feel that's a part of my memory good part uh, uh I see it helped me a lot
0: did you feel that you'd made the right decision to be a teacher
1: um actually. I was trained as a teacher, so I was looking really to be a teacher. Yes. And so after a couple of months, I received a call from Dhaka Adventist pre-seminary and school. This school is right in Dhaka, uh, the province and small city called Mirpur. And there we have our Adventist union mission. So in the very Union campus, we have this school. And I started just back then, only 200 some students were there. And I started my teaching job there.
0: Now, Dhaka is a a huge city, I understand.
1: Mega city. A mega city. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. with uh, uh, 16 million people. 16
0: million, that's a lot of people, isn't it? Yes, so, you're teaching at this point, and did you enjoy the teaching? Um,
1: I really enjoyed teaching. However, I was really questioning God, why I am here. Please, Lord, let uh, let me know why I am here, because in this school, 95% are Muslim students. They are of uh, paying students, and I am... Talking to myself and to God, as in Isaiah chapter 1 says, Lord says, Come and reason to me, reason with me. So I was really asking Him, Why, Lord, here? I'm just talking, I'm doing my best, giving my best what I have, what you have given me, and for them. Why, Lord, for them? Why not my people, my uh, Seventh day Adventist people? In my seventh Adventist school, where all, ma- majority are Seventh Adventist students, why not them? I'm doing my best, and it took a time, little time, to understand what God, the will of God is. Why I am there? What is the reason? And then, really, Lord spoke to me that you know they are also the candidate of heaven. Yes and uh, when i found this concept being with him studying his word they are candidate of heaven so they have the right to go to heaven so plant the seed there whatever the best possible ways you can do and i was really excited to do all those things and praying with them visiting them and visiting parents where they are calling even please come and pray for us the muslim f- families the students and sing with them the song of Christ and I was a bible teacher also mm-hmm. and uh, an english teacher uh, basically teaching this elementary school so i enjoyed a lot and and lord said you know i said go and preach to all nations but here You don't need to go to anybody. You are a teacher in your classroom. They're coming. The students are coming. Parents are there. They love you so much. So you just go and reach them, their hearts. That's what I found so amazing and enjoying teaching. You were a teacher there, and you became a principal. Yes, after seven years of my teaching, the administration the board offered me to be the principal of the same school. Yes. And uh, being... Did you enjoy that? Being a principal, I was also enjoying so much because now I have the capacity to motivate the same way to my colleagues, to teachers. Yes. And I really enjoyed there so much... And we used to divide every summer and winter. Our teachers used to go and visit the parents and the, and the students while they are not in the school. We pray with them, know about them, know about their challenges, and put into God's throne. So so that the seeds may grow someday. So I was really enjoying my work there. And I could say that my cup was full, even. You
0: what? would have been busy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so much, yeah, doing yeah, so
0: much. Now you took on uh, a master's degree in education by distance learning mode. Yes. Tell me why you got involved in doing that, and what did you study? What was the benefit of doing this additional degree?
1: Um, that was an offer from our union and our division, combinedly doing. From Philippines, um, so um, before my principalship, actually, it started this okay. education process. So every summer and winter from the Philippines, um, professor is to come. Yes. And we mostly in our group, the principals and the senior teachers were privileged to this program and we continue this program and we di- i did that's how the, i did the masters and it was really significant for me i realized later that um, studying really studying and also same time in vacation you were studying and same time you can just implement just you don't have to wait for 5 years or 3 years to implement and to practice that so it was, uh, my way, in my uh, experience, it was really nice and very exciting.
0: What subjects did you do? Did you have some educational administration in that,
1: in uh, that degree? Actually, I was not the principal that time, so I was a teacher. So uh, that was emphasis on curriculum, mm-hmm. mostly, education and curriculum.
0: Now, that program came out of the Adventist International Institute of Advanced Studies in the Philippines.
1: Yes, Ah, yes, they call in short. So
0: when you say you did some summer schools and some winter schools, did you actually go to the Philippines
1: at any time? Um, Not really for the program. From Philippines, they came over, Mm -hmm. the professors, international professors. I had uh, from, yeah, from Australia, I had one professor... He taught me the statistics from Spain, from USA, from Canada, from India, from Philippines, all over the world. International professor came. I really enjoyed with this. S- so
0: statistics. even as a even, even as a um, an advanced student, you had support from Asian Aid. No. Not at that point.
1: Not at that point. Uh, Asian aid supported me up to bachelor degree. Bachelor's degree, okay. All my, from elementary to bachelor degree.
0: And, the, and the, Then and I
1: ended up to work, and that's, that was over. And, and the so church,
0: A, church, church sponsored you for your master's Church degree.
1: and my school. Yeah. My school. So Asian Ed really made it possible to become who I am. There. Big impact, I would say.
0: Yes. Reflect for me what impact you think Asian Aid had on your life.
1: Well, in short, I would say it's a great impact because um, if I see not only me, I am just only one story, one uh, living story. Mm. And back there in Bangladesh, statistically about 60 to 7 70% leadership they were really sponsored by Asian aid and without asian aid sponsorship they wouldn't really continue their studies and they wouldn't there wouldn't be really like this achievement of our leadership in bangladesh adventist leadership in bangladesh so it's really huge impact on lives, in terms of this earth, and the motto of and the motto of Asian Ed is having and offering permanent positive change in lives. Mm-hmm. And how do you have permanent change in this in this world? You don't have really permanent things in this world. Only permanent thing is eternity that's with Jesus. So. Uh, we don't say really in Asian aid that, uh, that far, but that impacts that far, eternity. So f- this world, helping in this world, equipping in this world, and for the world to come, which is heaven, we are waiting to go home.
0: That's a wonderful story. I mean, starting out with um, the devastation of losing your father as a little boy, and then finding your way right through to a profession that you thoroughly enjoyed and felt was making a, a difference in the lives of people. Yes. But there were some other roles that you performed as well. And it wasn't just, I'm not sure whether this was after you were a principal or during that time, but you performed some other roles at the Bangladesh Union Mission. Tell me about those, because I think this is leading into where you are today, isn't it, As a as a pastor?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, after five years of the working as a principal, then Bangladesh Union Mission called me for being in charge of Youth Department of the Union, the Communication Department, and Legal Department, and also Adventist World Radio in charge of those. So it's, I should
0: offer you a position here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks like... Um, so it was really diverse. You go to court, you go to the ministry, you go to the radio, you you write articles, and I was really struggling a lot. And just I just was
0: with your workload. Workload. But great, but great experience, wasn't it?
1: Yes, it's a great experience. Now I really. Uh, Uh, really experienced that. That was really a... The Lord was really preparing me for what I am now. Yes. That I... When I look back, that's what I see. And I tell you the truth, shifting from education, trained as education, and being principal, enjoying the... When I left the school, it was uh, 650 students. I joined when it was like 200 students. So I was really enjoying and um, our school and our board our administration we were strategically thinking of how to improve the school because we don't have we have many people applying but we cannot give the space mm. and how we can really save up money strategically and we uh, we left i when i left there was enough money to put a building and get more students in and let m- more students and parents know about Seventh-day Adventists, and behind is Jesus. So, um, but my dream was not fulfilled. I was shifted to to union for other jobs, not in school. So I was really again questioning and reasoning with God. Why, Lord? Why? Am I not doing really good job there? Do you, don't you like me to do better and better there? Don't you, are you not using me there? Why, Lord, here? And with this heavy going to court, it's not really, you don't feel good going to court and working with this. And then there was silence from the part of my Lord Jesus but still, I was working with him, working with him, and continuing my work, continuing my work. And I found the radio ministry, the result, what is going on over there, where you it's going beyond your border, where pastors cannot go, where our missionaries cannot go, where corporates cannot go. The radio goes there, beyond the border. I realized something. Then conducting weeks of prayer the events of youth, Pathfinder Campuri's, youth programs, and back then I was not really a pastor.
0: But you can see how God is preparing you for the pastoral role, because in your work as a teacher and a principal, you're having to think pastorally about your students, aren't you? Yes, yes. So all of these experiences that you're having are preparing you for the greater role that you're going to experience in the future.
1: Yes, I see that way. And, and, and working f- for the youth, and when they really gave their heart to Jesus and Lord used me for, as his instrument, I felt and I felt the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. You know, Milton, your cup was full there in school but you didn't see many people accepting Jesus yes you sowed the seed and uh, you didn't see many hearts giving directly to Jesus now you can see enjoy and i when i saw them these young people baptized by pastors and that really f- gave me so joy and david said in psalms 23 my cup runneth over. It's overflowing. My cup was full and now it's overflowing. This joy, I cannot really keep in myself, my inside. So now I know why Lord put me in this, this call, why he called me for youth director and radio ministry and also being a communication,
0: yes. So this vision of ministry took a little while to develop. But I want to go back, because before we get to ministry, I want to ask you about how you met your wife, Jenny.
1: Oh, oh, that's a good story. Um, Actually, the school pastor who was my first teacher, the couple, they are the parents of my wife, Jenny. And I knew, and they knew us from the beginning, like, Yes, when my so were you died. attracted to her initially? Ah, uh, no, we didn't know each other that we are going to really plan this way. And um, she went for her nursing in Pakistan in Adventist Karachi Hospital, and I was doing here teaching, and uh, so she finished her nursing and came to Bangladesh, and she is also a uh, ready to make a family, and I am ready here, make a family. Eventually, our family, my mother and their parents, uh, in uh, culturally, uh, from men, should go and propose to the female parents, their parents. So my mother proposed on behalf of me, and... Uh, Sort of, you can say, arranged marriage. Even though we know each other, she knows me, I know her. So this is our story, really. And she's really a nice girl, nice wife, very good wife. And I tell you, without her, it wouldn't be possible for me also, full time in ministry of God. Yes. So it was a great choice? It was a great choice, Tell me about your children. Yes, I, now uh, my daughter is 13. She's Joyita, and she got also an English name. It's Melissa. And Joyita is a very typical Bangla name, and J-O-Y-E-T-A, and Joy is in front. And my sponsor's name is Joy. So that's how we relate. And Joyita is a typical Bangla name, and its uh, meaning is born to win. So we were looking to something, victory or win something. And you so have we, we have a connection with my sponsor and this name. And my sponsor is so happy to know this. And I met my sponsor first time here and in this Australia. Is, and this
0: is Joy Butler, isn't it?
1: Joy Butlin, yes, their family. Mm. That's wonderful, yes. isn't it, to
0: be able to catch up with her after all these years.
1: Yes, so much. It was really, uh, really affectionate and so... Years of joy.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell me about, I, I imagine that would have been a really joyous occasion. Tell me about your son.
1: Oh, yes, my son. Uh, he just crossed seven years of his birthday, and he is Jonathan Pradut Das. Pradut was your
0: Produt father's was name?
1: Pradut was my father's name. So we felt like culturally the son brings the joy of father. Yes. So we um, And my mother really... Uh, were so excited when we gave our na- name, my father's name, Jonathan Pradut. Pradut is a Bangla typical name.
0: Now, you were called to be a pastor in 2010. Yes. What were your other options at the time, and how did you make the decision?
1: Yeah, because uh, I was uh, with involving with ministering with youth department, and so much involved youth department, I had, uh, I had opportunities, really. Tell you the truth, in 2005, I was not really happy when I was really moved from the school. So with a little bit of unhappiness, I wanted to quit the country. And I, I applied to come to Australia as an immigrant, 2005 and in 2010 actually that was my time the last exam and with that everything was settled um, my since my um, um, my since my wife is a nurse and she got also license australian license over there with the this process so it was last stage and when this call came really and I was really thinking, why, what? What do you want, my Lord? What do you want to fulfill through this call? Do you really want me to be minister? Then I have to forsake coming abroad, Australia, Mm -hmm. and make my future life uh, wealthier than back there. It's a poor country, Bangladesh. So... What I'm going to decide, it was really, it took really a hard choice for me, whether I choose to be a minister or to my own people, or I come over and make our life other way. So it was really a tough choice for me. But eventually, I said, Lord, I didn't ask you when I applied to be an immigrant to Australia. But now I'm asking you, Lord. You have to answer me, and I was praying and telling Lord, uh, you answered Gideon, Gideon, and um, whether he, ha, so with the lamb, he sacrificed, all the dews will be around, not waiting the the lamb skin. And two times he did it other way. So I said, okay, I will follow this example. And I followed this way. And Lord answered both ways to me, to my heart, stay back. Mm -hmm. Minister your people. So I accepted. And enjoying
0: I'm Dr. Barry Harker, and you're listening to Life Learnings on 3ABN Radio Network. My guest today is Pastor Milton Das. Milton is the Director of the Education Department for the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Bangladesh. Milton is visiting Australia in his capacity as Director of Bangladesh Children's Sponsorship Services, Asian AIDS Partner in Bangladesh. I've been talking with Milton about his inspirational life. We'll go to a break now, and when we come back... I'll be talking with Milton about his work as a pastor and educational leader and his work as an associate of Asian Aid.
1: If you have any questions or comments in relation to today's program, you can call 3ABM Australia Radio within Australia on 02 4973 3456.
0: Or from outside of Australia on country code 612
1: 4973 3456. Our email address is radio at 3abn That is radio at the number 3ABN Australia. All one word dot org.au Our postal address is 3ABN Australia Inc. PO Box 752, Morisset, New South Wales 2264, Australia. Thank you for your prayers and financial support.
0: I'm Dr. Barry Harker, and you're listening to Life Learnings on 3ABN Radio Network. My guest today is Pastor Milton Das. Milton is the director of the education department for the Seventh Adventist Church in Bangladesh. Milton is visiting Australia in his capacity as Director of Bangladesh Children's Sponsorship Services, Asian Aid's partner in Bangladesh. I've been talking with Milton about his inspirational life. Our conversation will now turn to Milton's work as a pastor and educational leader and his work as an associate of Asian Aid. Now, Milton, because of your involvement with Bangladesh Children's Sponsorship Services, you're directly involved now with Asian Aid. Yes. It's almost like the circle has closed Isn't it? You started out as a sponsored child, as a little boy, as a five year old. Yes. And here you are now actually associated with Asian aid. Yeah. It's almost like that circle's closed, hasn't it? Yes. So much. Tell me about your work as a pastor.
1: Yes. After two thousand ten, I continued did that twenty ten. Continued as a pastor of pastoring mainly the youth and ministering the AWR communication and all other works. And end of the year, um, there was a quinquennial session. This quinquennial session uh, in December really came up uh, uh, with a vote calling me to shifting what I'm enjoying now, like, Again, come back to education. So and you become
0: ordained as a pastor. Yes. And then you get an invitation Yes, to come back into education, but this time as Ed- an edu- a senior educational administrator.
1: Education um, director for the Education Department of Union. And additionally, this is the first time our union mission joined to uh, because BCSS—that's Bangladesh Children Sponsorship Services. Our partner is Asian Aid here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is basically for education, so that's how they merged together: education department and our the sponsorship services together to one person. So this is how it went. So pastoring now to the uh, through education ministry and through helping. The students to get the education of eternity and this world.
0: So, you combine your role as a pastor and an educational administrator.
1: Yes. What's
0: it like to do that?
1: Um, uh, by this time, I already knew that uh, what is God's will. I already accepted that whatever call will come, Lord wants to use me that way and to see a different direction, and to fulfill His will. So I learned also the work of being a pastor, directly ministering your congregation and the youth, and also um, ministering the teachers, also a pastoral job, because Jesus, our Savior, He taught more than He preached. That's what I learned. And basically, work of education and the work of pastor is same. The goal is heaven. So you're in
0: a position to influence a lot of people's lives. Amen. If you had come to Australia, then you wouldn't have had. You probably would not have had the same opportunity, would you?
1: Uh, I had in my mind actually. Uh, I was privileged when I was back there in principal. I was privileged um, by the church to be the delegate, one of the delegates of 2005 in St. Louis, Missouri, Mm -hmm. uh, GC session. So I saw the Western world there. So I felt like Australia would be also quite similar. And I found it similar. In a way, it looks like very new, newer than America, Mm -hmm. Australia. So I, I found that's not my place. This is not my place to minister. I will not be able to meet many people and touch their hearts here in Western world. But there in my place, I know their language. I know what they're talking, what is their dialogue. And I don't need any passport or visa to go around mm. anywhere in the country. I, so they know me, I know them. So it's been, it, it is easier there. For me to minister.
0: So it was the right decision to stay in your own country, then.
1: I believe, and I trust, the Lord impressed me to do that.
0: What are the big challenges that you face today, Milton, in your work?
1: Um, there are many children out there, many young people. They want to know Jesus, and the ministry. Thus, if we, if I say church in Bangladesh, then I have to say. I have to really tell you the truth. The church in Bangladesh are schools. Through school, it's really amazing how they are meeting Jesus. So there are out there in Bangladesh, there are lots of children and young people. They're waiting to come to our schools, but they need support. Sorry. They need sponsorship. So um, when I go to schools, I my heart. Really cries, really, I cannot really hold back myself looking at my situation where I am without sponsorship. it wouldn't be possible. so I feel that way for them also when I listen their stories. so it's a need still there in Bangladesh.
0: So your involvement with the um, with the uh, Bangladesh children's sponsorship services then makes perfect sense, doesn't it really?
1: Yes. It's, it's the right place I see.
0: So the future of the church is really the future of education. Education. Mm. So you can see almost a divine pattern in your own life, can't you now? First the educational experience, then the ministerial experience and then back to combine those those two and that's the greatest, that's the great need for the church in, in, in Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Itself. Yeah. Yes,
1: you are true yes
0: Now what are the challenges that you face in your role with Asian aid?
1: Um well always, <laughs> yes, well, always, I ask, we need more sponsorship, G- Give us more sponsorship mm-hmm. more children involved, so uh, into their capacities, they did great job in my five years. It's already five years. I've been working with them, they did great job i It's my privilege come over here because of Asian aid. And thank all the people of Australia supporting Bangladesh, the mission field. And um, these five years, it's grown a lot. Our schools still have the capacity to accommodate, and real capacity have the capacity to enroll many more students, to give Jesus, to give this uh, education in this world. So that's the challenge with me and I'm so friendly with them. They are very good to me. Uh, I I'm really happy to work with them. Yes. Very happy. Their style of uh, doing things are so uh, impressive, and I learned a lot from them. How to really work and si- how to make the systematic things.
0: Milton, you'd have to be a very good example of. Just what sort of outcome you can get from a child sponsorship, you're now making a very significant impact, not only in the church, but also in your country. I hope so. So you are actually a living illustration of what a child sponsorship can do. So I guess at this point, we should point out to our listeners that they can go to the Asian Aid website, and they can check out the sorts of sponsorship opportunities that are available. And perhaps if um, they've been touched by your story today, they might like to consider a sponsorship for a child in Bangladesh.
1: I'll be, I'm so happy. I'll be more happy, yes, when I will see more children in school learning about Jesus and learning for this, for their changing their lives. Milton. Reflect on your life and
0: the things that are most important to you today. What are the things that are most important to you today?
1: Most important is having the relationship with Jesus, going th- with Him, listening Him and being with Him and uh, obeying His will and listening the voice of God every day every day, and leading the life towards that and having really amazing experience with him, how he leads the life, that's what I really, and finding the assurance that he has already forgiven you. He has forgiven me. And finding the assurance that I, I tell you the truth, if Jesus comes now, I will be with him now because of his blood, because of his sacrifice. And he has assured me through his scripture, being with him. And the only thing is remaining will there be any stars in my crown? So, more we work for him, more the stars will be added in our crown. The crown is assured, but the stars, maybe we have something to do. That's what the Great Commission is, I believe. That's what I believe.
0: So is that what you think we should all know, that we should put Jesus first?
1: Amen. Jesus is the Almighty and the Source. We need to put Jesus first.
0: So it's not just looking at our lives now, but looking beyond... This life to the life that Jesus offers us in the future. Yes, that's this, the great focus, isn't it?
1: This is the great focus. This world is going so crazy, mm-hmm. and so this in this world we have we we don't have actually the peace with Him, as in the Lord's Prayer we pray, Lord's the let the heaven be like in earth. So this earth is in my heart, in my mind, that I am in heaven.
0: Milton, tell me your favorite Bible passage.
1: Yes, that's Psalms 118.8 and also 9. I like so much because put your confidence on the Lord, not on men not on the on the princess of this earth but on him that's the very core i would say middle core if you turn the bible that's the middle text and it's really the, from the heart i see the scripture's heart that's how i found, found jesus and i see putting confidence on him in through my life and my experience in my mother's life because we used to really I I, I really, I'm really thankful to God my Lord I had a good mother prayerful mother I really used to enjoy when she used to conduct the family worship our three three of us and she and the way we used to recite the bible text and and just to remi- remember that the sweet memory is, we, three kids. Still, I remember, my mother is to pray long prayer while she was alone sleeping, and we are just sleeping beside her. And we, we don't know. I didn't know really, when I was in asleep, she was praying and praying. listening the prayer. I was just sleeping. So that's how my mother also impacted so much for for what I am now. I'm so really thankful for having a prayerful mother. And I met Joy and Joy Butlin also a prayerful mother. It's a very good combination. We had a I made a Skype conversation with my mother and Joy Butlin here, and they really. Enjoyed, and with tears of joy, it was like heavenly, we are in heaven.
0: Speaking of prayer, would you like to just offer a prayer for our listeners?
1: Amen, sure. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for what you have done for each one of our lives. Thank you for the grace. Thank you for letting Jesus to die for us where there was no hope, but Jesus brought hope in our lives. Lord, thank you very much for the assurance of our Jesus, Lord. Thank you for the promises you made, and you are always keeping your promises. Thank you for our lives, Lord. Thank you for the privileges you have given to share your message. Lord, thank you. And thank you for the listeners, those who are listening this story, this message. Lord, with your angels and the Holy Spirit, Lord, touch their hearts and revive them. Give, let everybody drink. From the living will directly and enjoy being with you in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Milton. Such a a pleasure to meet you today and to have the opportunity to speak with you. I wish you well for the rest of your visit and a safe return to Bangladesh. And thank you so much for talking with me.
1: Thank you very much for invitation. And it's my Pleasure. God bless. God bless 3ABN 2. Thank you. I'm Dr. Barry Harker, and you're listening to Life Learnings
0: on 3ABN Radio Network. Remember to tune in again next time as I speak with another fascinating guest on Life Learnings. Until then, bye for now, and God bless you and keep you.